This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Ignite. I'm your host, Dario Melton. Brothers and sisters, today you have the opportunity to become what you've never been before. For you to do what you've never done before. For you to go where you've never gone before. Square your shoulders, lift your head, and lift your eyes into the hills from where your help is coming. And know that today, you have the opportunity to become a higher expression of yourself. Again, good morning, brothers and sisters. I'm so thrilled to be with you here on this morning. I pray that you are excited about today. For today, you will experience what you've never experienced before. You have the opportunity to be a greater and higher expression of yourself. I, it's important for me to say this to you as you start your day. Don't quit. No. That's what the opposition wants you to do. That's what the enemy wants you to do. That is what Satan wants you to do. He comes with one agenda. His mission is very simple. You can find his mission in John chapter 10. The Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus takes the other side of John 10 and 10 and says, but I've come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. But the question becomes, what happened when life hits you and knocks you off of your horse, I want to say to you this morning, get back into the saddle. Yes, I, I want to encourage you this morning to get back into the saddle. When life hits you and knocks you off of your horse, you have to have enough tenacity, enough gall, enough energy enough belief in yourself but more a belief in god to not stay on your back i like how les les brown said it les brown says if life knocks you down knocks you over make sure if you fall that you fall on your back because if you fall on your back you can look up and if you can look up you can get up. That's what I want you to understand. If you get knocked off of your saddle, make sure you fall backwards. Because if you can look up, you can get up. 
And it's in um, Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 13 and 14, where we see a very interesting spiritual principle that teaches us about our life. The situation we encounter in Acts chapter 13 at the latter part, around verse 50, uh, we encounter that the apostles were knocked off of their horse. Why? Because the Jews stirred up um, the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city. They raised up persecution against the apostles, that's being Paul and Barnabas, and they kicked them out of the city, kicked them out of the region. They were thrown out. They were tossed out. But the apostles, they then stay on their back. They got back into the saddle. And when they got back into the saddle, they began to call on a higher name. It's important that you hear that this morning. They began to call on a higher name. The Bible says in verse 51 of Acts chapter 13 that, they shook off the dust of their feet against them. And they came, they first, I'm going to stop right there. They shook off the dust of their feet. What does it mean? When you fall down, and the scripture talks about shaking the dust off your feet, it means to call, send God's judgment to where you fell. Because where you fell, then supposed to keep you there. Jesus said, if you enter into a city, if they don't receive you, shake the dust off your feet and go on your way. When you fall off of your horse, don't take those moments of dirty season, dusty seasons, as if something is wrong with you. I want you to hear this. I won't want you to be passive in life. I don't want you to be passive in life. That's what Satan wants you to do. That's what opposition wants you to do. Those who oppose you, the enemy, that's what he wants you to do. Don't be passive. You have to take the posture as the apostles did. When life knocks you down, get back up and shake the dust off your feet. You weren't built to stay on the ground. You were built to move forward. And so the apostles shook the dust off their feet. And I want to encourage you this morning, whatever dirty situation you've been in, whatever hellish situation you've been in, whatever dark valley or dark cave you've been in, I want to challenge you today, my brother and my sisters, to shake the dust off your feet because you can't go forward if you stay in the dirt. We're in Black History Month, and Booker T. Washington said it best. <clears throat> he says, in order to keep a man down, there it is, you have to stay down with him. There's no such thing as keeping somebody down. If you're keeping them down, then you are keeping you down. You can't keep somebody down unless you're down there with them. And you can tell if somebody is going somewhere because people who are going somewhere don't fight to keep other people down. People who have vision and have tenacity and have dreams don't hold other people down 
It's the people who don't have dreams who throw those dreamers into pits like Joseph brothers did to him. It's people who don't have dreams uh, that sell you out. It is people who don't have dreams who put you into the prison. But because you got dreams, expect to attract those who will oppose your dreams. But when you're down in the pit, in the dust, shake the dust off your feet because you're too big to stay inside the pit. Oh, I want, I want, I want, I want you to hear that today. You are too big to stay inside of the pit. Shake the dust off your feet, square your shoulders, lift your head. There you go. You know it. And lift your eyes into the hills from where your help is coming. So Paul and Silas, they got knocked off of their horse only to get back in the saddle. They shook the dust off their feet. And the Bible says, and they came to Arcanium. Why is that important? They didn't stay where they fell. They didn't stay in the place where they got knocked off their feet. I want to say that to you today. You can't stay where you fail. That's what the enemy want to do to keep you in the place where you experience the greatest failure. Because that devil knows if you don't get up, you will wallow around in depression you'll wallow around in guilt. You'll wallow around with the belief that you can't go further and you can't do more. But when you get up and shake the dust off your feet and you begin to move step by step, you begin to get your strength back and you realize was nothing wrong with you, but they can handle what you was bringing. We look in verse, or rather, we look in chapter 14, and they're in a cranium. And they find success in the cranium. As a matter of fact, in verse, verse 1, um, they found success, and then immediately after they found success, verse 2 is right around the corner, and the Bible says, But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. What, what, what am I saying to you? That opposition came as soon as they got back in the saddle. Listen, this is a pattern of life. When you, people don't attack people who are not going anywhere. If you weren't going anywhere, if you weren't doing anything, you won't have opposition. Hear this. You wouldn't have the resistance that you experienced if you weren't doing anything. But because you are doing great things and you got a vision for your life, you got dreams for your life, you got aspiration for your life, you ought to expect resistance. Are, 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 you, are you breathing? You ought to expect it. You get on your horse and the enemy is always trying to knock you off your horse. Watch this so he can embarrass you. So he can scandalize your name. So he can tell you how bad you are and what you're not worth. But I want to say this to you this morning that you are fearfully and that you're wonderfully made. There's nothing wrong with your gift. Oh, I'm going to say this to you. The issue is everybody can handle your gift. 
Some people can't handle the magnitude of what you bring to the table. And so because they can't handle it, they try to downsize who you are. And that's why you have to be careful not to judge yourself based off of who tried to handle you. You have to judge yourself based off of who hands you are already in. The Bible says that you're in God's hand and no one can pluck you out of his hands. Are you listening this morning that you're in God's hands? And because you bring so much to the table, those who have nothing to offer, try to reduce who you are, try to dilute who you are. They try to decrease who you are because they have nothing to offer. But I want to say to you, shake that dust off your feet, get back in the saddle and go ahead with your life. You don't have time stand on the ground with people who don't want to go anywhere. You can't make them. You can't talk them into it. They got to have a drive from within to say, I want more than what I have now. No, you can't make people want more in life. You can only inspire. But people have to be motivated from within. Let, let me not, not, we'll deal with that at another time. They got knocked off their horse, got back into the saddle, and time we step one chapter over, they're having great success, and all of a sudden life is again opposition hit. And so the success that they had always brought opposition. The Bible says, now it happened in a cranium that they went together to the synagogue of the Jews. And so spoke that a great multitude, both of the Jews and other Greeks, believed. There is, listen, there is nothing exhilarating than to have people to believe in what you're doing. And, and, and that's, that's what upset your detractors when others believe in what you're doing because they'll tell others why they ought not to believe in you. And anybody who have problems in believing in what you are attempting to do, the issue is not with you. The issue is uh, with them because they are judging you. Hear this. I'm going to say it. They are judging you based off the fact of how they look at themselves. You, you can't oppose other people unless you're at opposition with yourself. Because you'll be too busy going out the life yourself that you don't have enough time to focus on anybody else's life. That you are so dedicated to the things that God has in your life that you will take all your energy focusing on where you are going and not where someone else is going. And so I want to say to you that if you get bucked off, kicked off the horse, you got to know you got to have enough tenacity to get back inside of the game. You got to get back inside of the saddle. Um, so what do we mean? What does it really mean to get back in the saddle? What does that really mean? H how do I get back inside of uh, the saddle? H how, how do I do that? I get back inside the saddle. I mean, you were doing one thing well before, and then you stopped doing it. 
maybe because of opposition, maybe because of lack of support, maybe because of boredom, many different reasons you could have been doing it, but it was your dream. It was your desire. It was your passion in life. But you got stopped doing it, and which means you got knocked off of the horse. You got knocked off the horse. And having been knocked off the horse, you are barely existing. What do I mean? Um, you, you are barely existing because you are doing things just to get by to say that you are getting by. Let me say this again. You are doing things to get by just to say that you are getting by. Because um, when you've been doing something for such a long period of time and you're no longer doing it and you had great success in doing it, usually there's a reason why you stop doing it. Whatever God has placed in your hand that gives you, that makes you wake up in the morning, listen to me. Whatever God has placed in your heart that gives you drive and passion, Whatever God has placed in your mind to go out there and to do, if you stop doing it, you have to start asking your question or asking yourself the question, why? Let's stop right there for a moment. Why did you stop doing what you know what was in your heart? Was it people? Was it resources? Was it self-doubt? What was it that stopped you from going after your dreams? Trust me, people will try to talk you out of your dreams, but they are not dreamers. If you're not a dreamer, you can't identify with someone who has dreams. If you're not a visionary, you really struggle seeing someone else's vision. Besides, you got to be able to see farther than where you are right now. And maybe that's one of the reasons why some of you may have quit. That you can see yourself further because of all the opposition that you receive. You thought life couldn't get any better because you had experienced so much that you thought the opposition was the only thing that ever existed. But I want to say to you this morning, from my heart to your heart, I want to say to you, on the other side of the opposition, I feel like I'm in church. On the other side of the opposition, you will have greater success. The opposition only prepares you. Hear me, please hear me. Listen, turn up the volume if you can. You only have opposition to strengthen you for when you get back on the saddle, back in the saddle, things that knock you off the saddle when you first hit ground won't be strong enough to knock you down once you start riding. And I want to say to the few of you, who have the gall, the audacity to continue to roll on. Every experience you have had up until this moment, every setback, every fall, every issue you have had until this moment, they were only 
given to you to take you further. If your opponents, if your opposers, if your opposition would have known that what they were doing to you was only making you better, making you wiser, making you stronger, they would have never done it. But because God allowed them to do it, God knew that that opposition was producing inside of you things you would have never known was inside of you. God knew in order to get the glory out of your life, to get the oil to start flowing in your life, that you needed pressure. So, you know, greatness don't come out when everything is easy. No, you don't find greatness when things are easy. Greatness is produced in some of the most difficult times. And my brothers and sisters, I want to say this to you if your spirit can receive it. That's why you've been through one of the most difficult seasons in your life. Because God was developing the greatness inside of you. No, greatness don't take place overnight. It's going to take time for you to get there. And what does God do in the meanwhile? He allows you, like David, to have to wrestle a lion with your bare hands. And after having wrestled the lion, he'll make you encounter a bear. David, why? The opposition is making you stronger. So when you stand before Goliath, you know you overcame the lion and you overcame the bear, but because you overcame that opposition and not because you're better, when you have a giant before you, you're not threatened by the opposition that it seems to be bigger. And I want to say that to you, your opposition has prepared you for greater. It has prepared you for bigger challenges. You ought to say to yourself, as Zig Ziglar says, don't wish that life was easier. I'm talking about getting back in the saddle. Wish that you were better. It was Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn said, no, the question isn't. Um, we should never say, let me have less problems. In other words, or, or otherwise we should say, uh, we need more solutions. God is not going to give you less. I'm going to say this to you. Contrary to what you may believe or what you heard, God is not going to put less on you because God knows what it takes to get all of you or to get out of you everything God has invested in you. God is not going to walk away and say this is a lost cause, this is a waste. No, God is going to do all things by any means necessary to get glory out of your life. And so you get knocked off the saddle and God sits there saying, get back on it. Don't, don't the horse might have thrown you off then, but get back on it because you got to tame what you're riding. <laughs> I want to talk to you this morning. You got to be able to tame what you are riding. You got to be able to know how to handle the horse that you're riding. And when you know how to operate in the level of that, which you are doing, uh, God said, that's what I'm trying to get you to. Uh, that anytime opposition come, anytime the horse buck, uh, I don't want you to get thrown off, uh, but I want you to get everything back under control. I want you to be able to ride without fear. One of the reasons why we get knocked off of the saddle, and I'm about to get up out of here. One of the reasons we get knocked off the saddle is because we are afraid. And fear does, you can't operate inside of fear. That horse can feel 
the fear inside of you. You have to be comfortable with the horse. And if you get knocked off the horse, here it is. Oh God, I got to get out of here. It's not the horse fault. See, see, you've been blamed. You, many of you have blamed yourself for getting knocked down. That maybe I should have did it this way, or maybe I should have done it that way. Maybe I should have included these people. Maybe I should have excluded those people. You've been blaming everything else except looking at the fact those was training seasons to know how you to deal with where you're going. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced this morning that you're going somewhere. I'm convinced this morning that where you are, hear me, brothers and sisters, where you are this morning is not the end. For those who have enough faith to believe, I want to say to you, things are just starting. I feel Jesus on the podcast that that things for you are just starting that it is not the end yet. I know you had some difficult seasons. I knew you had moments you wanted to quit. I knew you had moments when you wanted to walk away. And God is going to use all those moments when you want to quit, when you want to throw in the towel, when you want to walk away. God is going to use all those moments for the next season in your life. God is going to use everything you have and do it. I, I feel this deeply in my spirit. Everything you have endured until this moment, God is going to use it in the next season, the next level of your life. Hear that. No, it didn't break you. It exposed who you really were. Wow. It broke down the layers that was holding you back. You tried to blend in and be what they wanted you to be. You tried to get them to like you. But God said, that is not what I call you to do. I call you to stand out. And because I've called you to stand out, you will be very uncomfortable trying to blend in. Woo. Because I've called you to be different. You can't be like everybody else. I know it's difficult not to be included. But the anointing on your life doesn't have room to include things that's not carrying what you're carrying. They can't walk with you if they ain't got the same oil. They can't live with you if they're not under the same auspice of the guiding of the Holy Spirit. How can two walk together except they be agreed? I'm trying to get off the podcast. But in my conversation with you this morning, I feel Jesus. And I want to say to you, yes, that's, that's, that's God that you're feeling. That burning that you're feeling, that's God who's speaking to you. That yes, you have wanted to quit and throw in the towel and say you were done with it. They can have it. They're crazy. I'm, I'm sick of it. You wanted to do it. 
And that's what's the place where God wanted you. He wanted you to get to a place where you said, I'm not doing it. I quit. It's over. Because that's the only time he can get glory out of your life. I want to encourage you as often as you can to go back and listen to this over and over and over. I didn't intend for us to go this way. I wanted to really stick to you getting back in the saddle. But I feel God's presence. Even in this moment. That the battle you endured. Was only proving ground. To know that you wouldn't crack on the pressure. God was proving you in that season. It wasn't a season to destroy you. It was a season to strengthen you. It is my prayer this morning that God sent angels to strengthen you. That your will don't be done, but his will be done in your life. And I pray that every spirit that tried to hinder the purpose that God has in your life and on your life. I pray that God expose that spirit. Not only expose it, demolish that spirit. Every contrary spirit that speaks against your purpose. I pray that what they said and meant for evil, that God give it the boomerang effect and send it back to him. Press down, shake it together and running over. Every ill will they wished for you, I feel Jesus. I pray that God will allow them to experience what they wanted you to experience. For every thing they plotted against you. I pray that they reap the harvest that they planted for you. Brothers and sisters, I love you to life. And I only want to see the best for you. The best for you. The best for you. Yes, the best for you. I don't want to see you struggling with who you are on what God has placed in your life. How dare you try to settle because of them. I say to you this morning, don't fear their faces. Don't fear their chuckling, their laughing, their plotting, their scheming, their gathering together. It's all necessary for God to get glory. And I want to say to you, God is about to get glory out of your life. I, 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 I sense that deeply in my spirit. That nothing is wasted, nothing is lost. It's for the glory of God.
And if you can receive it right now where you are, won't you tell God, thank you. That when you wanted to quit on yourself, God didn't quit. When you wanted to throw in the towel, God held it. When you, when, when you wanted to say it was over, God hit the, hit, hit the start button and say it's just beginning. Just to think if you have quit. How many lives we have not been impacted if you would have quit? If Jesus would have decided, Lord, I quit. I'm not going to the cross. Look how many lives would have been changed if he didn't walk in his purpose. Yes. And if you don't walk in your purpose. How many lives will be impacted? Listen, I got to get out of here. I thank you for your time. And until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. That's my prayer for you. And until next time, I love you. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B. To join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.